Hello, Erica. Hello, Stephen. This ends our Labor Day weekend mini marathon, I guess. We, how many episodes did we do? Like six, five over the weekend? I was told there would be no counting. That's true. <laughs> counting is unlazy. I don't know. But I wouldn't call it a marathon. Even It wasn't, it wasn't even really all at once. No, we got, th- I think we only ever watched what, two Maybe three in one night? I can't remember now. We never got through all of Dalek's Master Plan, but there's a hell of a lot of episodes in that, so we can't be blamed, right? No, we wouldn't be very lazy mm-hmm. if we did all that at once or even close to it once. That's true. So we've left the last two, The Abandoned Planet, and I think it's called The Destruction of Time is episode 12, actually. Mm. Um, Spoilers. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, for another time, since they seem to be the thrilling conclusion to this 12 part this epic three month journey through time and space uh, but we've watched episode 10 escape switch <laughs> or as i joked escapes witch <laughs> if there's a witch involved but there was not no it, it, these titles leave a bit to <clears throat> to be desired escape <clears throat> switch i mean i guess the doctor switched the terranium oh. core in order for his friends to escape it just sounds weird I never thought about that. <laughs> they switched and they escaped. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's clever. I wouldn't call it clever, but it's at least descriptive. We're, uh, that's another thing we're nearing the end of, is the uh, end of uh, individual episode titles. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. I know. So we won't have to put up with things like Escape Switch or The Traitors or Counterplot mm-hmm. or Coronas of the Sun, yeah, which I still don't know what that means, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also seen off the monk by the looks of it too, and indeed moving footage in this story. So, what, what did you think of this one? I enjoyed it. It was it was. I love seeing people move around. Maybe not the most exciting one to see people move around in, but but it was cool to see a little bit of battle. With, we did get to finally see battle yep. Egyptians versus Daleks, so that was kind of nice. Um, fun to see Stephen and Sarah interact. Um, doctor's on his own he's wearing a hat for some reason this is uh <coughs> egyptian egyptian doctor wears a hat to keep the sun off well, i guess it's a sun hat you see mm-hmm. that's the thing yeah so so that's interesting and he's carrying carrying a cane around and you know it is i think one of the f- well, maybe not the first but it is one of the earlier times here that we see the doctor that he's a softy on the inside. I mean, from the very first story, we have him ready to brain a caveman in order to just save the the few people who are running away to to get them out of that situation. He's come a long way here because it's not just like three or four people that he's trying to save from something. He's trying to save the world or the, the solar system. And... Because he has given back the core of the time destructor machine, he has basically sacrificed all of those people in order for his couple of friends to live. Whereas the early doctor probably would not have done that and would have said, you know what, I'm sorry. These few people, it sucks that they're going to die, just like it sucks that that one caveman was going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is this is more people, more important to keep the universe safe. And he didn't. Well, he did have that backup plan of the... Um directional unit for the monk's TARDIS mm-hmm. at least he didn't he didn't sort of just g- give it over to, and hope for the best that is, that is true so I mean I don't okay. think I would want him to progress to quit that point because mm-hmm. like you know just that's reckless yeah that's that's you know and jumping off a building and hoping to figure out how to fly on the way down not always uh 
not always advised. No. But yes, but it's it's just interesting to watch his his mental processes <clears throat> as he comes up with things. Mm-hmm. I was you mentioned the hat, and I remember uh, when I first watched uh, Re- Resurrection of the Daleks way back when for the first or second time we started watching a lot and in that episode he sort of uh, the doctor sort of remembers things and he has a whole bunch of clips go by and he's as his mind is being wiped or something like that and the as he goes further back in time he it, it goes the, the clips get older and i remember there was a, a shot of the first doctor there with this hat on thinking mm-hmm. when did he ever wear the hat that's kind of cool because I, I didn't know much about uh, the first doctor's air at that time um and now, since then, I've realized that it's it's from this very episode. What's even more fascinating about that is that that um, Resurrection of the Daleks was made, what, early 1984, late 1983? And the film cans for episode 5 and 10 must have only just been handed back to the BBC, like, you know, around that same time. So I'm not even sure if much of a hoopla was made about it at that time, but like the, that brief clip that you see in the upper corner in the screen in Resurrection of the Daleks was the first time anyone's seen anything of the Daleks' master plan since it originally aired. Yeah, they broke a missing episode essentially in, in, in an episode in 1984. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's what I pulled from this episode. This is one of the ones I've seen many a times because it's been on VHS copies for... Mm-hmm. lots of years in DVDs still. So this one I've seen a lot. Yeah. The, I find the monk pretty annoying, so I'm happy oh, really? to I'm happy to see him go. Yeah, I thought the interplay between him and the doctor was interesting in the Time Meddler, but here he's I just find him like an annoying little kid. Like he's the obnoxious kid in class <laughs> who knows what buttons to push to to be extra obnoxious uh-huh. and just yeah, the way he's trying to make I don't even know if he's actually trying to make Sarah and Stephen think oh no I'm innocent because he's laying it on so thick it's like no 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 his his goal is not to make them believe him he's recognized that they don't believe him so his goal is to just be as obnoxiously ingratiating as possible so that they won't like him so that they'll stop paying attention to him so he can run away or something mm. because every time he's he speaks I just want to punch him in the face Whoa! Yeah, no. You didn't. You didn't have this reaction at the time, Medler. The last couple episodes, did you? No, not really. I mean, he was starting to be kind of a little bit annoying when he mm-hmm. was interacting with the doctor in the last time we saw him here. But now, at this point, where he's just, oh, I'm so innocent. How can you not trust me? Just, I hate it. I hate him so much. And I'm not saying I hate the the writing or the. It's just a. It's it's a, a good uh, performance of a character mm-hmm. that we're not supposed to like, I guess. Oddly enough, though, you think about like how obstructive he's being right now, and it's sort of like kind of tagging along with Stephen and Sarah before he can sort of gain his own upper hand. In many ways, I'm just thinking about this right now, mm-hmm. the character of the monk is not entirely dissimilar to the characterization of the master, a.k.a. Missy, mm-hmm. as of late. She's very mischievous and mm-hmm. childish and kind of obstructive, you know, until she can get her own way. Yeah, but... The thing is, she she does it with style. Mm-hmm. He does it like the obnoxious little kid who is me 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 me. Like that is the feel that I get from him. Whereas <laughs> I, I think I think Missy actually did that exact thing in an episode. But yes, go on. Except that she's so she's almost meta about it. She is 
she's clearly bananas as she says <laughs> mm-hmm. and the monk isn't he's 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 got all of his faculties and is not playing mad in any way shape or form right. whereas she is just she's playing weird and mad and random and all of those things put together actually work pretty nicely because you know it's kind of like doing it with style switching back and forth from one thing to another you know one moment she's being very serious and the next Mm -hmm. moment she's being over the top and silly and like when you have that Mm -hmm. kind of emotional whiplash happening it i mean i could see how that might be annoying for people too but it comes off as very different from what we've got here with the monk which is just just trying to be ingratiating in the most obnoxious way possible i wonder if the uh the monk was the glass clown at uh time lord academy back in the day perhaps and he's never really mm-hmm. lived up past that now that he's out, out about in the world oh god there's no question yeah yeah i yes that is that is the kind of kid that uh actually no he's the kind of kid who tried to be the class clown <laughs> right. and always failed because nobody <clears throat> nobody liked him and nobody mm. laughed at his jokes there was another class clown and you know maybe that was a doctor who knows but it was you know somebody who was actually clever it was drax i bet it was drax it was probably drax yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, Mavic Chen is feeling very, uh, very sure of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how he swats the Daleks' eye stock out of the way, mm-hmm. and he's acting very smug that he's got the Tranium Core back and all that. Yep, he's he is definitely. I don't know. It strikes me as getting like, oh, I feel like he's a little too big for his britches. Mm-hmm. His downfall's got to be coming sometime soon because I don't think you get to slap the eye stock out of the way of a Dalek and then live for terribly long after that. They still needed him at this point, so so he's still around. But yeah, he, I, honestly though, he's not actually being effectual in any way in this episode. Mm-hmm. He's not doing anything except for being the one to issue the challenge to the doctor and then being the one that the doctor turns the the core over to. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't actually he doesn't make any decisions. He doesn't make any plans. The Daleks decide to do things their way and he gets huffy and grumpy about it mm-hmm. and says, "Well, you can't blame me if your plan doesn't go well." And then the plan does go well and he tries to take credit for it anyway. So, he's just very much Mr. Big Time Blowhard again. <laughs> Mavic Chen as Donald Trump <laughs> yes. in alliance with the Daleks. Mhm. Yeah. The Daleks at this point being Vladimir Putin. Sure. It's trying to draw real mm-hmm. real world parallels to this story from 1966 and failing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Anything else about this episode? No, nah, this was, I mean, it was it was enjoyable, but it <clears throat> did not feel monumental in any way. Yeah. The next two might, though, the shocking, thrilling conclusion to the Daleks Master Plan. Whenever we get to it, we were looking at our calendars tonight, mostly your calendar because mm-hmm. you're a busy podcast person. Mm-hmm. Wonder when the next time we'll get to these next two Dalek episodes are, but eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. People watched it over three months in 1965 and 66, so mm-hmm. we can wait a few days to watch the last two episodes if we need to, right? A few days, a few weeks, a few... Uh, <laughs> lazy. Lazy Doctor Who. All about the lazy. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'm all about the super busy. That's true. And just the lazy on the this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I look forward to it, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do, too. I am not putting it off. Certainly not. Not on purpose. Good. But until then, mm-hmm. goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.